but old in the West. He stood still for a moment, staring at Harrigan, and the waves of heat rose with a dull shimmering from his sombrero. He was as lean as a desert wolf, all skin and bones and sheer power. Howdy, he said. This is about the middle of hell, ain't it? Yeah, said Harrigan. This is the corner of Main Street and First Avenue, in the center of hell. You couldn't be wrong. All right, said the stranger. Then you're Harrigan. Yes, I'm Harrigan. If you're Harrigan, where's McTee? He's not here. You lie, said the man of the guns. Suddenly Harrigan straightened. He seemed to grow younger. A tender light came into his eyes. Brother, he asked in the softest of voices, did you call me a liar? I asked for McTee, and you say that he ain't here, protested the other. If he ain't here, where is he? He's in Donfeville, yonder. You lie again, said the stranger. There ain't hardly enough left in Dunfeville to cover a prairie dog. If a jackrabbit tried to hide behind what's left of Dunfeville, his ears would stick up behind the heap. That's twice in a row that I've been a liar, counted Harrigan, rubbing his hands together and looking rather wistfully into the face of the newcomer. What's your name? Rollo Quay, said the big man. Rollo, said Harrigan. It's a funny name. It ain't the only funny thing about you, neither. But before I make you any funnier, I want to find out what happened to Dunfeville. It was wrecked, said Quay. I don't know how God, man, or the devil could want to waste time to wreck that dump, said Harrigan. It wasn't God, man, or devil that wrecked the place. It was McTee, said Quay. Harrigan nodded. McTee got restless, did he? Well, if he got careless and stubbed his toe on a place like Dunfeville, I guess there's not much left of the town. There ain't gonna be much left of McTee when I find him, said Quay. Not when I meet him there ain't gonna be. I'm gonna take payment out of his black hide for everything he did to my saloon back there in Dunfeville. Brother, said Harrigan, I hear you talk, and I'd certainly like to save you till you had a chance to meet him. But I don't think that I can wait that long. What was the last scene of McTee in Donfeville? The last scene of him, said Quay, was a cloud of dust with a streak of lightning through it. Nobody knows exactly where it landed, and nobody knows exactly where it disappeared to. But before I talk about Black McTee anymore, I'm going to do something to make Red Harrigan a little bit redder. You Irish son of a hoop snake and a bobtail lynx, I'm going to take you apart first and find out where that skunk of a McTee is later on. He stepped straight forward, fainted in workmanlike manner with his left, and drove an excellent right for the head. Harrigan ducked his head half an inch and shed that punch as a rock sheds water. Here's the same sock with a hook in it, said Harrigan, and knocked Mr. Quay under the feet of the mule. Rollo Quay sat up half a minute later and laid one hand on the side of his jaw. Then he saw that Harrigan was sitting on the back of the mule. The revolvers that Quay reached for were gone. I leave the little mule in Donfeville, safe and sound, said Harrigan. Damn the mule, said Quay. What I want to know is, where did you hide that blackjack when your sleeves was turned up to the elbow? That was no blackjack. That was the hook in the end of that punch, said Harrigan. I'm going to look for McTee. If he happens to drop in here while I'm gone, talk soft and low to him, brother. I'm only a sort of chore boy around here, but Black McTee is a man.
2, where the lightning struck. There were only a dozen buildings in Dunphyville, but they all seemed in place to the eye of Harrigan as he drew near the town. In spite of the storm of which Quay had spoken, nothing appeared wrong until Harrigan entered the single street. Then he noted sundry details of interest. Most of the windows were broken. The chairs on the front veranda of the hotel were missing one leg or two, and several of them had been converted into stools. All the E's in the sign General Merchandise Store had disappeared and were represented by ragged eye holes of light, and the whole side of the blacksmith shop was scorched and the ground blackened beside it, as though the dead grass had been kindled in an effort to burn the town. Harrigan stopped the mule in front of the saloon. The two swinging doors were gone. The two front windows were smashed out. Broken glass glittered in the dust of the street. One of the frail wooden pillars...